0: Some of you know this, many of you will not, that this weekend is our district assembly for the East Ohio District. That means that tonight in Canton, Ohio, there will be an ordination service where we have five uh, pastoral candidates who are going to be ordained this evening, and then tomorrow we will be conducting the business of our assembly. It's something we do most every year. This is going to be the first year in a few years that we've kind of been back to somewhat normal, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And a part of that is we have a presiding general superintendent. Uh, In the Church of Nazarene, we have general superintendents that are elected by the church, and they help to lead and guide and give spiritual direction to the entire church. And we are privileged to have uh, one with us here this morning because he's the presiding general superintendent for our district assembly tonight and tomorrow, and his name is uh, Dr. Gustavo Crocker. And uh, I won't give you his bio, but I'll just tell you that he has been there and done that. And uh, we uh, have the blessing of getting to hear from his heart today. I've been praying about it, and I believe that he's going to speak a word that we need to hear as a church. So would you welcome Dr. Gustavo Crocker?
1: Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Pastor. It's good to be back in this part of the, of the country I was, the last time I was here was in 1995, so that was like last century. <laughs> and I was, at that time, I was the director of Nazarene Compassionate Ministries for our denomination, and, and uh, Brother Jim Kockenauer from this district had invited me to come and do training and on how to work and walk alongside the poor and the needy in this area. And, uh, and, and it, in fact, this district was the first district ever that gave me a, a honorary membership status. So I am basically honorary member of this district. So, it was, it was a great accomplishment because in case you haven't noticed it, I'm not from around here. <laughs> Although, I went to school in Cincinnati. I am a, I am a UC alum and go Bearcats. I know, I know I'm in the wrong side of the state to talk about it, but uh, I was going to wear my Bearcats jacket this morning, but I know better than that. <laughs> but it's good to be back in Ohio. In fact, one of my daughters, the youngest one, she's a Buckeye. She was born in Cincinnati. Yeah, so we have, uh, you can tell by the accent that I'm from Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm, I'm from the South. <laughs> Seriously south of the border i'm i'm from well that's the south i'm from guatemala Uh, i came here to cincinnati i was an architect back 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 then way back then and came here to grad school in at uc and there the lord called me and now we're back and and it 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 is a beautiful state it's a state that welcomed us gave us some knowledge of uh, americana and uh, we went back with uh, with a degree, a child, a language, and a calling. That was pretty good. (laughs) And so we're back now, many, many, many decades later. The Word of God for us today on Father's Day, Happy Father's Day, it's on Isaiah 49, verse 13. Isaiah 49, verse 13. Shout for joy, O heavens! Rejoice, you earth, burst into song, you mountains, for the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. Replies the Lord, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not Forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God today. Now, let me start by by saying that the way the Lord starts here is an an interesting invitation. I mean, didn't we have good worship this morning? I mean, you guys rock. That was amazing. Yeah, praise God. I believe that worship reached the heavens this morning. Praise God. And God wants us to worship Him. But He starts with a very unusual invitation. He is asking His lesser creation. I'm going to walk on thin ice here. But let me tell you that there is a lesser creation and a higher creation. All of it His creation. Let me explain this to you because some of you are like, huh? So when the Lord created everything, He started creating heavens and earth and everything that was in it. And He said, this is good. I made it. This is good. But then, then to really cap the creation exercise... He created us, humans. And the scripture says that He created humans to His own image. In other words, we, you and I, we have been created to the very image of God. Isn't that amazing? That every other creation is secondary. It's it's beautiful. It's, It's God's creation, but it's secondary. We are God's supreme creation, you and I. That's important because because God chose us to be created to his own image and likeness. We have all the elements of God in us. We could. We should. And now he's telling the secondary creation. He's saying, hey, mountains, shout for joy. Hey, heavens, worship me. Hey, plants, worship me. So he's telling the second, secondary creation, worship me, celebrate me. And, 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 and this is, there are two reasons why. The first reason is because, unfortunately, the secondary creation is more thankful than the primary creation. Have you noticed that when it rains, have you noticed the, the, the plants, just a little bit of water and whoosh, they blossom? because of that thing called covid for 2 years uh, for 18 months i was parked at home we normally my wife and i uh, normally travel 210 days of the year and it's not that we are the other 150 days at home we the other 150 days is like 5 days every month here and there and then vacation we take vacation seriously too <laughs> and so and so for the first time in my entire professional career since I'm an adult since I'm married for the first time ever I got to see the four seasons in one year in my house now for you it's a common occurrence but for me it was like wow that's is that spring wow this is amazing and then here comes the summer and uh, it was hot but anyway (laughs) and, and then I got to see all the seasons and I had to see God's secondary creation just respond with such a thanksgiving. The birds when the spring comes and the deer, I mean it's... So God is telling the secondary creation, shout for joy, get happy, get excited, because He knows that nature is very thankful. And the second reason He's saying it's in the scripture, He says, shout for joy because, see, I have mercy On my supreme creation. Plants, heavens, earth rejoice because I have mercy on my afflicted people, especially my afflicted ones. In other words, he's saying, I love my creation. I love my image in them. I love my people. Isn't that awesome? So one-third of you said amen. And that's normal. That's normal. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is a proven fact that in every setting like this, it's not that we have three sections. No, in every setting like this, we have, like in everywhere in the world, we have three kinds of people. The ones who at first, at first we call them, we are the, the always optimistic. All it takes is for the Lord to say Shout for joy, for I love you. And one-third of us would say, oh, shout. And so we start shouting. Woo-hoo. Whatever you do here. You know, I'm from Latin America. So if it was Brazil, they would be jumping. I mean. But I lived in Ohio long enough to know how you express that you are happy. Okay? So I know. I know. So when the Lord says, shout for joy. Well, unless, unless the Browns win the Super Bowl then uh, then you're going to be like what a miracle <laughs> never mind <laughs> wrong crowd so the Lord is saying shout for joy because I love you because I have mercy for on you Especially if you're afflicted, worry not, I got your back. But at the same time, God also recognizes how He made us. He made us humans. We have, we have what distinguishes from the secondary creation. Even the most elevated of the animal kingdom, they don't get the two things that God gave us. One is the mind. And the other is emotions. So it is okay here when God says, hey, mountains, hey, you, creation, shout for joy because I love my creation. So the secondary creation, we we always, this is the second group of us. The second group of us is the ones who say, well, seriously? Have you looked around? Have you seen all of this? I came here in, in, in 95 for the first time because... Because we were working in, in, in the area of transitioning, helping the church help communities with the transition on that time when the, when the whole industrial base of uh, northeast Ohio left. And our communities were, you know what I'm talking about. And the communities were, felt like abandoned. And you know, I have, I have driven across, in 30 years after I left, Cincinnati, to go to the mission field. There's a lot of communities that now look abandoned. You drive. I I drove by Youngstown yesterday, and it has changed a lot. And a lot of the towns look dilapidated. And it's normal for us to say, well, well, I think God has forgotten us. I've been to families, I've been with, with families that, that, that they say, well, you know, we feel forgotten. So the first group says, yeah, we're going to shout for joy because God loves us no matter what. But that's a minority, let me tell you. We are humans. And humans are like Zion. And Zion said, well, seriously, God has forgotten us. So God does not Rebuke. God recognizes that He created us. And He says, listen, I'm going to prove to you how much I love you. And I'm going to prove this to you by giving you some statistics about the types of love that you would encounter. Am I going to prove to you, God says, that I love you more, that my love is deeper, deeper, way deeper than the, most, than the most sublime human love there is. Amen. So he starts saying, I I will I will tell you that the most sublime love there is is not celebrated on February 14th. Sorry, it's not Valentine's love. It's not the love for the love between between a man and a woman. It's not the love of of, of a couple. It's not, it's not. In fact, God says, if if this is the standard of love that you will that, that, that you will use to look at my love, it's a bad standard. Because the reality is that the statistics tell us that 50% of marriages, 50%, half of the marriages that have started in the last 25 years, will either split or be separated. I mean, that's not good. If God says, I love you more than a couple love each other, well, that's just 53% more. That's not a big deal. My argument of, well, God, 47% of us, we feel forgotten. So he goes, no, 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 I, I don't. My love is not expressed like Valentine's love. So we go to Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And he says, Well, I, I cannot tell you that my love is better than the one of a father because, because, sorry guys, today is Father's Day. And if you are here, it's because you are part of the 75%. But do you know that in, in this nation alone, one out of every four kids, one out of four kids, have not met their father. That's horrible. And so that means, in in fact, in fact, the statistics of, of, of homes with only a single mother in America are one in four. I mean, that's awful. So fathers, thank you for being part of this 75%. We honor you. We celebrate you. And yet, our numbers as dads, our numbers are not good enough for the comparison. Sorry. The most sublime human love is not the love of a dad. Sorry. Our numbers really don't give us the, don't make us to the Hall of Fame. This is a bad sermon to preach on Father's Day, don't you think? <laughs> so I had, to, I had to insert the part, but, but you guys, but you are cool. <laughs> well, then we go to, to the most sublime human love there is. I mean, imagine this, to come and to talk about the love of a mother on Father's Day. I mean, that's being kind of clueless, don't you think? but god says the most sublime love that humans can experience is the love of a mother in fact the statistics are completely different only only 1% less than 1% of the families are motherless 1% in fact in fact god says the most sublime human expression of love the human Expression of love is the love of a mother. That's why we celebrate also Mother's Day. I I overheard two fathers talking this morning. And one was asking the other, what are they going to give you for Father's Day? And he said, I don't think they're going to give me anything. (laughs) How do you know? Well, they haven't asked for money yet. (laughs) Oh. Well, it's because, because this kid asked to, you know, kids just ask questions. Dad, what's the difference between Mother's Day and Father's Day? And Dad said it's the same thing, except that Mother's Day is more expensive. <laughs> no, in reality, God is saying, listen. If, so, that, so that to give you a perspective how much I love you. And because we humans tend to think in human terms, which is very natural... God says, listen, my love is way deeper than the most sublime expression of human love. In fact, he says, could a mother forget the child that she carried in her womb? I don't think so. I don't think so. He said, I mean, imagine... 9 months some some fathers we, we decide to live that now there there is this this uh, this new 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 thing that they ask us dads to empathize with the wife so they they make us carry a 25 pound bag of rice and tie it around her and so we go like this for <laughs> 9 months well, that's only 20% of this whole stuff, guys. Then some of us, we add a kidney stone just to experience the pain. <laughs> yeah, I had one. and I, call, I named him Bob. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Listen, God is saying, no, listen. Can a mother, seriously, can a mother forget a child that she carried for nine months? And that she nursed? He said, I don't think so. In fact, you want to see the most calmed woman in any setting become a tiger? Mm-hmm. Touched it, her kids. And God says, however, as sublime as that love is, there are some mothers who have forgotten their kids. There are some mothers who have given their kids But my love, but my love, the Lord says, is greater, far greater than the most sublime, sublime human love. Do you believe that? I was preaching this message. The Lord gave me this sermon. It was an ordination service in Argentina, in Patagonia, in the middle of the Patagonian desert in Argentina. Very remote area. They have more penguins than people. <laughs> and normally you prepare for an ordination service. You prepare a, 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 a missional sermon. A, 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 a Pentecost sermon. But as I was preparing the Lord said. I want you to share this devotional for the ordination. And I said as you say Lord. And I preached the sermon, and and there was on the front, there was this woman that I was ordaining, and she was weeping. And the district superintendent came to me, and he said, I don't know how you knew, but you knew. He said, this woman that you ordained, she's my daughter. My wife and I adopted her. When she was a baby, her mother left her on the doorstep of our parsonage. And all her life, all, all her life, all her life, she knew that we loved her. She knew that the church loved her. But all, all her life, she had this idea that how, how hard it is that I was forgotten by my own mom. But this evening, he said, through you the lord reminded her that she's loved that she is not forgotten that the creator of all heavens and earth he loves her by name now this argument should be enough to to persuade the second third in this room the first 30 is, is what Wesley would call the natural optimists. I mean, we're naturally optimistic. The Lord says, shout for joy, and here we go. There's one-third of us who say, well, I need more proof. Well, God says, listen, I created humans. I created motherhood. I created fatherhood. I created marriage, but my love is greater than any one of the most sublime expressions of love there is. Do you believe now that God loves you? You may be here and your spouse may have forgotten you. And your mom and your dad may have forgotten you. And fathers, you may go throughout the day today, and some of you, your kids may not even call you. But let me tell you, God has not forgotten you. For He loves you more than any human will do it. But there's still one-third of us, the ones who are not drawn to feelings... The ones who said, well, that sounds good. That's statistics, but I'm not going to make a fool of myself by just shouting with joy. I mean, I need more proof. And God says, okay, I'm going to give you another proof. He says, this is how much I love you. I love you so much that I Engraved your name in my hands. This is how much I love you. One day, I, God himself, the incarnate God, I went to the cross and I just got a piercing on my hands and I have your name tattooed in my hands. I don't know what your position on tattoos is. And I don't know what your position on piercings is. This is not a sermon for or against tattoos or piercings. Quite honestly, I do not have a position about it. We were missionaries in in Germany, and our daughter was turning 18. On her 17th birthday, I was in the island of Cyprus. I was doing ministry there, and she called me, Dad, I know what I want for my 17th birthday. And I said, What do you want? She said, I want to jump off the highest bungee jump in the world. Okay, and I want you to record it, Dad. I'm afraid of heights. Okay, and so we did it. The worst thing is that I'm recording the thing, and, and by the time she's doing the bungee jumping, I missed her. <laughs> and, I, and I said, and we're not doing this again. Forget about it. So now she calls me and she says, Dad, I'm going to turn 18. And I know what I, I, know what I want for my birthday. And I'm thinking, oh, no. <laughs> She's going to want us to jump off a plane. She said, Dad, I want a piercing in my nose. Now I'm a missionary. I'm a regional director. And the first thing is, what are they going to say? Well, quite on, let me just tell you, quite honestly, I don't care. I don't, because I have a good relationship with the Father. And as long as I have a good relationship with the Father, that just spreads as a good relationship with church and my kids and my family. And we love each other. So I ached. I said, man, I, I gave my argument. I said, Hun, if God would have wanted us, you know my argument, if God would have wanted us to have an extra hole in the nose, he would have made it, hon there we are. Now it's Germany. But then she says that, but my birthday celebration is going to be next weekend. Well, so. And I want to go to the celebration with my earring, my my nose ring. So, well, I need to go to the place and an adult has to sign me in. Because I'm going to be one week before 18. (laughs) So we go to the place, and I got there, it was having, I wanted to get a tattoo myself, this is the things that they had, like, well, that girl married a guy, I don't know what color his skin is because he has tattoos all over the place, (laughs) but you may think, well, but that's pretty bad, I don't know what your position on tattoos is, and I'm not preaching for or against, But what I'm saying is that Jesus had a tattoo. Scripture says that he has his name engraved, tattooed in his hand. For when he went to the cross, not for the looks, but for the memory. He went to the cross and he got a piercing without hesitation. He says, this is how much I love you. I have your name engraved in my hands. It's no wonder the disciples in John 20, when, when he resurrects and he shows up and they are all afraid, they are all scared, and, and, then, and then they do not know what to do, and he shows up and he says, peace be with you. And they're like, what? I mean, that was scary. But the scripture says that then he showed them his hands... And they were full of joy. See, here's the, here's the deal. When you know that you know that you know that the God himself, God the creator, the one who created you to his own image, he went to the cross and he got, he got his hands pierced and then he has your name, your name tattooed in his hands. You have to jump of joy. If not then you really are a bummer. (laughs) What more proof do you need? He said. If the statistics don't convince you, if my mandate don't convince you, how about my hands? Oh, this became so real for me. It was, it was a Christmas season, and, and my wife, uh, she loves to, to, to buy a, a presents at this department store. She asked me not to, tell, not to say where it was, so out of, out of respect for her, I'm not going to tell you that it was at Kohl's. <laughs> so here we are at Kohl's. It's a, I, 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 she loves it for the merchandise, and I love it for the coupons. So here we are standing in line, and, and we are there, and, and there's this very elegant, very elegant, she looked like a retiree, because she probably, she, well, she looked like a senior, but a retiree, but she was very elegant, very well dressed, and she was at the cashier. And my wife is, 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 has all the things that have all this from the clearance stickers, and, and she's going there. I mean, my wife's a great shopper. She has all the coupons and she, she knows the whole thing and the stickers and everything. And, and the lady, very kind and, 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 and very proper, you know, she's going, and every time it's ringing the merchandise, you know, bling, my wallet goes ouch, you know, and bling, and ouch. You know that, guys. Happy Father's Day. So. <laughs> So she, she's going like this, you know, and, 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 and I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to keep my composure, but then I'm going like this. Like a good guy, I, I do not know how to pretend, you know, we guys are pretty much bald. So, so the lady is going with the merchandise like this, and I'm going, and my wife, she says, quit looking. And now I got caught. And so, like, you know, like a good guy, I just go like, "Eh, eh, eh." and I I look at the lady and I said, nice tattoo. (laughs) Well, see, what happened was that this, what had called my attention was that this well-groomed lady, you know, with all, I mean, it's almost like she had come out of a magazine and they had ironed everything, you know, perfect. And then she was, but she had a tattoo here. And because I'm kind of pretty obvious, Mr. Obvious, I'm just looking at. In when she, when she caught me going like this to her arm, I had to say, "Nice tattoo, ma'am." <laughs> and this is what she said. I'm glad you noticed. See, she said, three months ago, my grandson Zach died of. Infant, sudden death, crib death. And when we were burying, when we were at the funeral with Zaki, I promised my boy, I will never forget you. But then it dawned on me that I'm reaching that age in which I forget even what I had for breakfast. So as soon as we went from the funeral home. I went to a place, there was a tattoo parlor next to our store, and I just went and I said, please give me a tattoo with Zach's name. So that every time I see it, I will remember my grandson. Now if grandma did it, why wouldn't Jesus, who loves us more than any grandma, with love. I will never forget you, because I love you, declares the Lord. This has been more than just a verse for me. I was a regional director in Eurasia. I've been serving for about seven years, and, and I, was, I was going and going and going, and I was at the verge of, of breakdown, and I felt depressed. You know, when you, are, when you are exhausted, one of the signs is that you feel like depressed. And I've, I, was, I was having those signs of depression, and I was battling. I was not depressed, but I felt that I was lonely. And we're flying to see our daughter who graduated from Mount Vernon. She had moved to Boston to work. she's getting married on a week from today and so that's what I'm you see me with with a mask because I told her I'm going to stay away from anybody who could just give me the bug because I want to be at your wedding in fact I just got a text from her saying happy fathers day daddy we're in the plane on our way to the island where they're going to get married we were going to visit our daughter and left the airport in switzerland in zurich and as we're at the airport, I'm sitting there, and only my wife and the Lord and I knew how I was feeling. This sense of exhaustion and loneliness. And I got this text from a guy from India. A layman that I had met, and I had, who had graduated from Mount Vernon. Atul Ramkar and had gone back to India to do ministry there. And he sent, me a, he sent me a text saying, Doctor, I want you to know that this morning, out of the blue, I was doing my devotions. And the Lord said to me, send a note to Gustavo just to remind him that I love him. I opened the message, and I said, weeping in the plane. Have you seen men weeping on, in an airplane? And I'm like, God, thank you. Showed it to my wife. There were the two of us. People were thinking, who died? (laughs) We take off. It's been seven hours. Seven hours we fly. We land in Washington, D.C. And the first thing we do, I open my phone to see if there is an email or something. And there is another text from Danny Gales. District superintendent from Canada. He does the prayer for the general superintendents today. But he was, at that time, he was a district superintendent and a good friend of mine. And and he said, hey, Gustavo, this morning I was doing my devotions and the Lord reminded me of you. So I'm going to send you a note just to say that God loves you and he has not forgotten you. And then I jumped of joy. So people in an airplane, they thought that I was probably the most bipolar guy. Because as we were departing, I was weeping. I was crying. And when we landed, I'm like, yeah. You know why? Because I'm reminded that the creator of the universe, the God of everything, the the almighty God, the God who, who is everywhere, who can do anything, he has my name Tattooed in his hand. So I went to this hotel room and I got a piece of paper. Got a piece of paper and I remember when I was a kid. And I got a pen and started just drawing my hand. Got the piece of paper and on the palm, on what was the palm of the hand, I wrote my beautiful name in capitals, Gustavo. Gustavo. And every time, every time I feel lonely. Every time I feel that that, that I'm forgotten. Every time I feel down. You know what I do? I remember that God, the Lord of the universe, He has tattooed my name in His hands. And I'm not special. You have been created to His own image and likeness. That means... That at the cross, he tattooed your name also. Can you shout of joy now? So this is what we're going to do. I don't know who does the music, but I would like for you to just, as we we worship the Lord. And I don't know if it was in the program, but quite honestly, I don't care. Uh, Because... (laughs) Because, because the, the thing is this, the thing is this, we are to be thankful. I don't know, you may have come this morning thinking that, you know what, just one more day. Or you may be thinking that you are just forgotten, that you don't matter, that you don't count, that nobody sees you. One of the names of God is El Roy, the God who sees you. So bow your heads, close your eyes. I'm gonna your eyes, I'm gonna ask the pastor to minister to you. He is your pastor, so he knows how to minister to you. But in this moment, if you need to come before the Lord and say and tell the Lord thank you, I I, I almost made an altar out of my airplane seat when I was reminded that my God loves me so much so much that he sees me as I am.
0: This is how I see God works. Because as we thought about what we were going to sing today, I did not know what Dr. Crocker was going to talk about. And uh, we're going to sing a song that speaks to this very thing that He's been sharing with us today. You are a child of God.
1: You do belong to Him. Abba, Father. That means, hi there, Daddy. Just come to Him. He is the ultimate Father.
0: Let's respond again.